Hi everyone, my name is Missy Owete. Welcome to season three of the Money Matters with Missy podcast. This season, we're going to be looking at things differently. We're going to go topical, so we're going to pick a topic and we're going to discuss that topic. Of course, it will be split into different episodes until we've exhausted or dealt with the topic. Also, I'm going to be giving you things that you should consider on your to-do list based on the book if God wrote my to-do list. So we'll look at one item every week to help us stay, stay focused on our goals. I hope you enjoy this. Listen, subscribe, share, like. The item on our to-do list this week is take one step back. Take one step back. And um, considering that our to-do list is looking at um, things that we need to do to help us um, make this year our best year yet, um, take one step back might not sound quite encouraging, you know. And I always say, you know, it's okay to take one step back as long as you're not you know as long as when you move you're taking two steps forward so if you're taking one step back and one step forward then you're not really making progress but if you're taking a step back and then you know two steps forward then obviously you're making progress so what does it mean to take um one step back um I don't know, but if you're like me, you find out that there's some times when, you know, you're, you've been going full steam ahead and you get to this point and it just seems like the harder you try, the more difficult it becomes, you know, and almost as if you've lost sight of what, um, what needs to be done, you know, or as if things are just not working well for you. Um, and so at that point, the best thing for you to do will be to pause, you know, and, you know, look, pause and, you know, look, take a, a look at what you're trying to achieve. What, what goal are you trying to achieve here? What's the purpose of what you're doing? You know, going over your value system and see whether, you know, those actions are in line with your value system. So. If you find yourself charging unprepared into enemy territory, I applaud your ambition. But if you get shot down, beaten up or eaten alive, maybe it's time to take a step back. Feed your soul, sharpen your sword, plan your attack, find a mentor, partner with a fellow warrior and then forge ahead. One step back, two steps forward. Hi everyone. So we've been talking about passive income over the past few weeks and today I thought I'd just run through a few um, passive or semi-passive income ideas and I'll just run through as many as I can within the, the time slots of about 30 minutes. So it's, it's not going to cover every single 
um, passive income but I mean just to get you going thinking about passive income what you can do you know to get that extra source of income that would help you get to a point where you're either able to quit your job or you're able to generate the funds you need to do bigger investments you know okay so um like i've said the best kind of passive income so far is dividend income so dividend income like i said <clears throat> like i've mentioned is where you buy shares in a company and then the company pays you dividend um typically they'll pay you dividend once a year <clears throat> Or very very rarely they could pay twice but most times they just pay once a year and that's why when people talk about um, passive income dividend income isn't really one that they tend to um, speak about a lot and also because it's it's kind of like risky so um, there really isn't any guarantee of course there's some stocks that you buy that would always um, pay out dividend but some of those could be quite expensive and then the return you get on your investment is not very great um, it's I would say it's a little probably a little bit better than putting your money in the bank but <clears throat> the point of investing in shares really isn't I'll be honest isn't really for the dividend income that's not the reason why you do it you do it for the capital appreciation and usually the best way to do it is invest in ipo so initial public offers so um companies that are just you know um selling their shares initially and that's why they're usually quite risky but if you want to buy um shares in established companies like the amazons and the apples and the teslas um you're going to spend quite a bit you know um yeah and even then there's no guarantee that you get paid dividend because a lot of them reinvest um yeah they reinvest so they might decide rather than paying out dividend to put their money in you know research or development or innovation or whatever and they could potentially rather than giving you the cash give you shares so that um you end up having more shares yeah so but it's it's passive in the fact that um it's one of those things that you don't have to do anything to generate the income you, you don't have to do anything to generate the income the hard work that you need to do is the research before you buy the shares um the next would be investing in real estate and also like i suggested um it's you know it would depend on the kind of real estate you're investing in so um if you're investing in um what i would call straightforward buy to let then yes to a certain degree um it, it could be passive so if um you have a managing agent who does all the hard work you know collecting the rent making sure the, pro the property is in good stead and all of that then that could work or maybe if you're if you're renting it out to someone who's using it for maybe airbnb or um 
service accommodation or something like that. So they're responsible for all the maintenance of the property and you just get your rent. Then yes, you know, um, that is a good passive income. Again, the most work that you'd have to do would be you know, researching just before you buy. So going, doing the viewings, organizing the finance, refurbing if necessary, and all of that. And once you've done that, you know, if you get a good property in a good location, you've got good tenants, so many good things happening, then um, that could potentially be hands-on where you don't have to do any work. And, um, so going along that line there are a few other things that you could you know do the work up front and after that you know the money just keeps coming in and um there was a time when um creating apps was um was a thing it was i'm not sure how crazy people are about doing apps now but i know there was a time when you know everybody that had some kind of it knowledge was like you know think coming up with ideas of how to create apps and what they do is they create the app they put that's where the hardware goes in and then they try and run it you know um let people use the app to test the bugs and all of that in the hope that um a bigger company you know find out about the app and buy it of them for a huge sum so in a way it's not really um passive as in once you've sold it you no longer have ownership of the app however you, instead of selling the the app outright you could insist on having a small royalty and that's where the passive income comes in whether or not they would agree to give you the royalty i don't know i suppose that's up to negotiations but yeah if you come up with you know a good app idea a solution to a problem that's quite popular um yes Either you sell it on for big money, one-off, or insist on reality, or maybe you just manage it yourself, you know. Um, I'm involved with a peer-to-peer car rental company, and at the moment, they're not interested in making money per se for their investors, because they're hoping that they're going to get bought, you know, by the bigger... um, uh, bigger providers and of course when they get bought then all their money is made at that point so they could get bought and then they could be kept to manage the the software the app um, you know and of course they might even ins- again they might insist on on reality as well so apps and softwares are similar so yeah software is a bit different from an app of course we know apps go on our phones sometimes they go on the the computer and all of that but with the software software is more like a program that runs you know a system so you maybe you found a way of doing something quicker faster better um you could create a software for that so most likely if you have that problem a lot of people in your industry would have that same problem and depending on your marketing skills and of course the price of the software um that could be a very good um passive income um generator because if it's something that you know is is not very expensive once you've created the software that's it 
you know um you create the software that's it people buy it um you if you you the best most likely you do is maybe offer an updates so maybe you run it off other platforms like the microsoft um, word access or whatever and of course once those um programs change you need to um update your own software so you can run on those programs so your your software doesn't become obsolete so again to a certain degree there's an element element of passive income there because once you sold once you've created the initial software every other software that you sell um you don't do any work it's just a matter of marketing you know and again you could get bots you know somebody could look at the software and think oh wow that's a very good idea i remember there was a um, an accounting software that i really really loved and they got bought by sage of course in my opinion again my opinion some people love sage i just do not like sage i just don't like it and um, anyway they got bought by sage because they were doing quite well and there were some things that they were doing quite well which i feel sage felt uh they needed to incorporate whether or not sage incorporated those features into their software i don't know because like i said i don't um use sage um and i don't like it so i don't know um and then um still in the light of you know creating some kind of technology you have other things like maybe music you know so if you if you're creative you know so creating something like music you know you write the song the lyrics you put the music together um yeah publish an album and you know that's the most you'd have to do in terms of hard work and after that every person that buys the music you get paid every single time so um the same applies to writing a book um yeah the same applies to writing a book so you you've, you you come up with an idea you do your research um and then you put pen to paper and you know as with everything there's always there's always an easy way out so you could potentially outsource so if you're not very good with words you could outsource you could get someone to do the the work for you which makes it even better because the hardest bit of it is coming up with the idea so someone who knows how to put pen to paper takes your idea fleshes fleshes it out make sure your grammar is okay writes it in a way that you know people would find enjoyable and there you have it you have a book so the hard work goes into the first book and if you do your job well do a good launch you potentially could recover the cost of um, writing and publishing and editing the book, you know, during the launch, such that any other income you get after that, um, it's just passive income, you know. And to stretch that even further, not only do you write a book, in this day and age, you can make your book Kindle. So with Kindle, you don't even have to provide any physical book. So it's just the concept. You know, so you write a physical book, you, you, the, the manuscript for the book can get uploaded to um, Kindle, Amazon, ebooks, whatever. So many different platforms out there. And you've done the work, you get the money in. You don't even have to publish uh, a, a physical book, you know, and as if that isn't 
good enough. You could even go one step further and do the audiobook. Um, yeah, so if you've got a very good voice, you think you have a very good voice, you think um, your voice um, doesn't put people to sleep, you could actually um, read your own book, record it, you know, and then um, get that edited, you know, get the, unless you know how to do it yourself, you know, um, remove all the ums, <laughs> like I'm saying, you know, all the unnecessary laughs and all of that, um, and turn it into an audio book. And again, that's all the hard work that you need to do. Um, put down audible and all the other platforms and wow you've got you know passive um you've got passive income and then on the back of that we're looking at you know um maybe f- providing on an online course so um if you're if there i tell you there's so many different courses out there you know just so many different providers and some of them are very good and some of them are just you know they're just nothing to write home about um but then maybe you've written a book and you know you need to teach people about it because of the kind of book it is i don't know what i don't know what i'm I'm trying to come up with an idea of some something you can write in a book and then you want to teach people maybe it's a cookbook i don't know whether that's a good idea would you write a book i don't know so you come up with a cookbook you know your own different recipes maybe it's um the book is about dealing with something that you've dealt with in your life so you don't just come up with the recipes you talk about the experiences and all of that in your book turn it into an audio book turn it into a kindle book and then you decide to do a course teaching people to implement you know or apply what you've written about you know so taking um, people on a journey and that reminds me there was a while back um fat sick and nearly dead so there was this man who had a, a some kind of skin disorder and of course he was taking medication upon so i think it was an autoimmune disease um i stand to be corrected and so um the side effects of some of the drugs you know we're making giving him some other symptoms and so they had to take other medication to deal with those side effects which had side effects which he was responding to and he was just taking too many tablets and he really wasn't getting any better he got quite fed up and so he did a video um so he was introduced to juicing so that's like um taking the juice out of vegetables not smoothing and you know drinking that giving the his body the nutrients that he need it's needed to heal itself and so i remember when he started he did um an hour video no um somebody sent me like an ebook i can't remember the number of pages but it wasn't very long maybe 10 no more than 20 pages an ebook about it and then on the ebook at the end of it had a link to a video and on the video he had his recipe and it was all free you know and he was sending it out and then um of course i i did the uh, the, the i did some of the recipes I, and i was able to lose weight and you know i gotta be healthier and all of that and so i remember recommending it to 
um, someone who was quite overweight and had tried every single thing and nothing was working for them. And I remember referring them to this man's site, which was a little bit better than a blog. So it was a website, but the way the information on his website was structured was more of more. I mean, it was better than a blog, but you could tell that it, it grew out of being a blog. And I tell you, now you have to pay to get those recipes. You have to get to pay to, those, to get those recipes. So when he started, he was just talking about himself. And then from there, he grew to, you know, he created an, an awareness, got a following. And then he capitalized on that. And so all the material, the recipes that he's put on there, he probably wrote them once, the book, the video, everything. Now you have to pay. They give you a little bit to draw you in to do all of that. So you could do something like that. And this is all on the back of just writing a book. I hope you're, you're getting an idea of, you know, what I'm talking about. You know, how you could um, take something you know and grow it okay um and then also in that um sector we're also looking at you know i, I was talking about maybe you're creative you know initially we talked about music we're talking about books you know things like taking photos some people just have an eye for you know for things they're just walking down the street and they notice the flower how it's opening you know the shape of it you know um they walk down the street and they just their eyes just catch different things and of course thank god everybody has good well not everybody but they're easily available you don't even have to buy really expensive ones you could get phones for like 20 pounds 30 pounds that has its own camera and all of that so you don't really need to have an expensive camera to take photos of course you could argue that the quality might not be that good but then if you're a good photographer you can work with um what you have and there there's so many softwares and apps that you can use to enhance your photographs but the idea really is that you know if you're if that's your strength if you have an eye for detail and you know you see things that most people take for granted you see the beauty in things that most people take for granted you could actually um have a collection of photographs that you could potentially sell and you know ever since lockdown a lot of people are spending time online and people need this you know they need um um photographs and and pictures sometimes to illustrate what they're talking about so there is a market for that again it's not something that i do so i can't really say um how it works but i know that um, there are times when I want to do a poster or a post or something and I have to pay for the photograph. Not a lot of money, but I mean, that person's done all the work. They did the work once, they've uploaded it onto wherever and I've gone there and I'm paying like a pound, you know. And depending on how many people would use that photograph would determine, you know, how much they make from it i don't know I, I don't know anyone who does it so i can't really speak to how much money can be made from photographs and not just photographs also videos i i think tiktok is a crazy thing at the moment you know any small thing everyone's on tiktok i don't know whether it's because um trump was trying to ban them i don't know if that story is true but i heard about it i was trying to ban tiktok in the united states i don't know whether that's why it went crazy where everybody now thought oh 
what is this that he doesn't want us to use let's go see and it just went viral maybe it was even propaganda to try and push the app who knows i don't know um but yeah so there are lots of videos you know that are selling and they use these videos to market you know to market um um products okay so that's another form of of you know passive income because you just and it could just be your hobby you know um and because you're good at it your your photographs sell you know whatever happens and then from there you're making money just from doing photographs and doing videos and all of that okay um yeah so other other um passive income ideas um so there are things like um affiliate marketing uh affiliate marketing not necessarily network marketing or multi-level marketing because with affiliate marketing um you get sent a link and all you have to do i mean you can you can turn it into a business where you do a video or you write a blog or an email or an advert and send it out to people and people click on that link it takes them to whoever's website and they make a purchase and when once they've made a purchase you get some money yeah whereas with network marketing you have to do it as a business and you have to do it in your in person so i'll not really consider network marketing uh, multi-level marketing um passive income but i would say affiliate marketing definitely is one of the ones that i'll consider because sometimes all you just have to do is put a link on your blog on your website on your post and people click on it you know and if it leads to a sale it leads to a sale. so you don't really have to do anything active if the the the, the item that you're marketing um is relevant to your audience without even doing much you could you could sell quite a bit um yeah and then with that is referrals as well so you find a lot of um apps you know they say oh refer refer a friend you get five pounds and your friend gets five pounds even banks switching banks they do it you know 100 pounds and again um you're just referring you know um referring people and you know you get money some people make a business of it um i'm not sure how that would work but i do know that um there's some businesses that you know like my agent for example if you refer a new client to him you get 200 pounds so all you have to do is refer one person to him every month and that's 200 pounds you know for referring businesses to him you know and you could get people you know to come to you anytime they need that kind of service and so you could be getting referrals off people and then passing it on to him it's up to you okay um yeah so um yeah uh yeah so we're talking about referrals and marketing and all of that so yeah that's um a different type of affiliate um marketing um hmm. so renting out your assets so things like renting out a room in your home renting out your garage renting out your car park space um is that um passive Mm, i don't know i think i i think to a certain degree it, it is a room in your home i'm not too sure um <clears throat> because 
I suppose in a way it is because you still have to clean your home anyway. So you're still going to have to do the work. Or if you get a cleaner to do it for you, whichever which one, you're not really doing so much. But I, I, I would, around taking in a lodger, I would want to ease off it being a passive income in the fact that whether you like it or not, you still have to interact with that person. You can't just ignore them. They're living in your home. If you meet, you know, um, along the way and they want something fixed in their room, you can't refer them to the estate agent. You're going to have, at the very least, have a look and see if it's something you can sort out. So I wouldn't call putting a lodger in your house passive. Um, however, putting um, renting out your car park space or even your garage, if you don't really have to interact with the person, maybe all you do is just give them the key and they pay their rent, you know, and that's all you have to do. Every month your rent comes in, then yes, I'll call that passive, a passive income, okay? Um, so talking about renting things, well, how about putting ads on your car? So they have this... Um, um, ads, I don't know whether they're actually stickers. I think they're magnetic, so you can take them off. And you can just put them on your car. So you look at um, a lot of black cabs. Sometimes they get covered in ads. You know, um, I think they pay them. I'm not sure if it's a one-off payment, but I want to think for as long as they keep the ads on the vehicle, they get paid. So it's almost like, you know, um, things like you know billboards. So if if, if you live, maybe you have your house in in the city center or something like that you you know um yeah or on a very busy road or something somebody could say okay you know what i'd like to put a, a, an ad on the side of your wall you know because people are driving by and they can say you know stuff like that you can get paid the ad just goes there once that's it you don't even have to put up the ad you just sign the contract they do all the work and that's it even um, I, I, this doesn't really apply to residential, but for office buildings. So you have all this um, phone mass put on the roof and the ceiling, you know, of these big buildings and all of that. Again, I, rem I, I, I remember going through a lease of one of those for a client who was buying a property and they had quite a few of that. And they were making quite a bit. They were making quite a bit, quite a, a reasonable amount you know on that so yeah maybe you own commercial property where the network isn't really great that could be something that you want to look into you know so yeah so things like that um could work then um things like renting your um things to people so maybe you have a drill uh, a lawnmower not the well i suppose you could rent out the basic one but maybe one that one it could break quite easily you know and it could cost you a bit but something a bit more um something a bit maybe the, a bit more sturdy you know lawn or, or lawnmower stuff like that you could rent them out things like your ladders equipment tools that you don't always need you know and people you know would rather just rent rather than spend money buying because it's going to be one-off for them and stuff like that yeah so there's some people who just love gadgets you know um, and they collect them or maybe they were in the trade and then they've come out of the trade and they never really got around to selling those tools so the tools are sitting there so you could you could rent it out you could set up a website rent it out um, I think there's some websites that you can you know put your ad on and say look um, I can't think of any at the moment but I'm sure there's some where you could put up your things and say for rent for hire and 
gum tree comes to mind you know yeah of course every time the person picks up there's still a bit of work to be done so you have to check make sure that they've returned it in good condition um it's not something that you could potentially delegate you know that kind of a thing so mm, whether or not to form passive income i'm not sure but there might be some maybe it's ongoing so there might be some tools that somebody might need to rent for long periods of time um talking about renting also um i think i've talked about renting out your car your vehicle especially now that we're in lockdown people don't want to you know um they don't want to get on public transport if they can drive they would rather drive so you could do things like um uh hire car for example that's the platform we are on and people can come and pick up your vehicle and they have they have um a system where they call it quick start where you don't even have to see the person hiring everything is done and they check they actually you know when the photographs that get sent in they actually check to compare to make sure that nothing is wrong but of course it's safe and good for you to check as well because i think there's a window where you have to report damage so if the person who rented the vehicle of you didn't um had a damage and had an accident and they didn't report it you know there's a window where you can report it before it becomes problematic so you could you know have a habit of you know just quick look around but you really don't even have to meet them you sign up for the quick start program and um yeah so you could you could rent out your car um like like that there are a few other things i think you could rent out um uh, uh because of time i can't really go into quite um into all of them at the moment okay then of course the good old businesses you know so vending machine for example i think vending machine is great if you can get it around there's so many different types of vending machines so you've got the one that we you know when we say vending machine the one you automatically automatically think of um so the, the 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 snacks vending machine and stuff like that but you also have the games one you know like when you go to the cinema you have this um claw machines you know you have those you also have like the the toy cars like the thomas the tank engine toy cars that, that you put in. i don't know how much they put in now but when my kids were young it used to be um 50p you know and they go on it for like maybe two three minutes just outside the sweet shop or the fish and chips shop you know those are vending machines as well um yeah so there's so many different types so the 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 trick with those ones is getting a very good location you need food for and you need to get the audience right so it wouldn't make sense for you to i personally will not put a thomas the tank engine vending machine in front of a fish and chip shop the reason being that very very rarely would parents um take their children to fish and chip shops usually um one person in the family goes down gets it f- with the kids whereas when you're going shopping most likely you're going to take your kids with you you know so a shopping mall would be better for that so you need to really think about the vending machine and get the location right but whatever vending machine you know try and think i mean i came up 
this really really hit me i came up with an idea to you know to do this blood pressure um weight machine in a local pharmacy i, I just thinking about i was thinking of um passive income ideas and i i was just thinking oh it would be nice to have a blood pressure um weight machine you know in the pharmacy because usually people um go to the pharmacy to pick up you know the prescription and while they're there they can do their blood pressure maybe they had the doctor was saying to them, oh, your blood pressure is a bit high da, da, da. they can just go in there and, and i was just thinking about it so i re i was researching where i could get that so i just found out where i could get it you know found out how much kind of like figured out whether you know the how much money to make and what rent you know to offer the pharmacy i went in there to speak to the to the pharmacist and he said he wasn't the owner um he was going to try and find out when the owner was going to be in so i could speak to the owner cut a long story short within two months guess what they had a vending machine in there I'm like oh my god so i tell you these things really really work you know i don't know whether they're making money but i don't see any reason why they wouldn't because the best place to put those kind of machines in a GP surgery. Why am I even giving you all the ideas? In a GP surgery, in a pharmacy, those are the best places to put them because that's where people go to, you know. And when they're there, they see the machine. And these are things that they're worried about, either because the doctors mentioned it or that's the reason why they're there. Okay. Yeah. So vending machine um, is a good, 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 good. Um, passive income you put the vending machine there people just go in and do what they need to do so vending machine as well is also the, the photo machine i think we went for a friend's wedding and they had a photo booth um there that's another good 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 business you know for events so rather than having the paparazzi photographer come and get crash your event and sell photographs to people for whatever price um you could actually put a photo booth in there for them you know and they could take their own photographs and pay for it and all of that and all of that so if you owned the photo booth you know you could be renting it out and making money so i'm not suggesting <laughs> um <laughs> i'm not suggesting that you um you know do the business of renting out but actually buying the photo booth so that it could be rented off you um for events and stuff like that okay um so we're still talking businesses now um again i i tell you um pass in talking about passive income one of the things that we talked about was the difference between um a passive income and a business and the idea was that you should really start your side hustle to the point where it becomes a passive income and then scale it to the point where it becomes a business where you're outsourcing all the work so you don't have to do it yourself or you're just doing it's managing making sure that everything is taking over fine you know so starting a business is the best passive income of course the first depending on the kind of business the first year maybe the first month is usually the difficult bit if you get things right you get a system working really really fine and you put a really good team together that might be the hardest work you have to do in your life and you just keep getting returns from your business so 
um yeah so starting a business is good buying a business is even better so if you want to cut through the three to five years to get the business established you can buy an already existing business you know fine-tune it a bit and that's it you know you get a good manager who runs a business for you best kind of and then of course the good old online businesses different kinds of online businesses and i tell you people's imaginations are so creative you know when it comes to business so we're talking of online businesses like i think amazon is the most popular and there are different degrees of the way amazon is done so many different ways of doing amazon i can't even begin to go into it you know and then you also have the um arbitrage which is where you get you 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 set up a website um put products on there that you don't really have when people place orders then you quickly go to wherever it is whether it's amazon or Corey's, maybe Corey's doing a sale da, 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 buy it and send it out to the person you could even do it better structure it well and do drop shipping same kind of principle a bit more structured a bit more organized um less running around good setup good ads great passive income because you don't do anything um the manufacturer you know does all the hard work and as if that is not bad enough you don't even have to stock the product you know and then even better they ship it out to your customers for you you know and all you just do is create the website that font does all of that for you so business is you know another 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 way of um passive income oh wow i've spent a lot of time on this and um so and if you don't want to do any of that if you've got lots of money and you don't want to do any of that put your money in a savings account you know do peer-to-peer lending do crowdfunding where somebody else does all the work for you do joint venturing you know so everybody else does the work for you and they pay your percentage of their profits um if you have the money so of course like i said i can't go through every single passive income idea but i think i've kind of like stirred your imagination and help you think outside the box a bit maybe give you a push you know to do something that you you've always wanted to do you've been thinking about for a very long time don't be like me um two months of coming up with an idea somebody else got there before me um you know do something essentially is what we're what i'm trying to say with passive income so those are passive income ideas um and i hope that has been really really helpful really useful if you have any questions get in touch monsieur with a one that's my instagram handle facebook um, mr witty as well if you don't personally give me a call and we'll try and answer all your questions um thank you very much for listening like subscribe share everything that you're meant to do um and i thank you for people who've been listening to me thank you for all your feedback and your support my name is miss c my name is miss and this is the money matters podcast